Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Another week of N4G Radio. It's episode 461 for February. That's right, February already. February 6th, 2017. And it is a special day, Drew. I know you're excited. It is Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. When you listen to this, you will know who won. But as of all of the recording, we have no freaking clue who won that game. Um. I th- there's no sense in asking people who they pick because Jay will pick the Patriots because he bet on them. Drew's a Falcons fan, and I want to watch the Patriots lose. So there's the answer to your questions. I, I, ha- I do have a question, though. Patriots seem like a team that a lot of people hate. Is it because they win too much, or is it because they cheat, or is it just like a combination of the two? Well, Tom Brady is probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. But mm-hmm. he will cut for the rest of his career. He will have an asterisk next to his name because mm-hmm. almost every Super Bowl that they've won, there's been a controversy about cheating surrounding it. Mm, but they keep playing. They keep winning, though. Yes, there, there's controversies no... don't like pan out. Well, he was suspended the first four games of this year for last year's cheating. <laughs> yeah. But is that enough of a penalty if you legitimately <laughs> cheat and you got you get caught? Shouldn't you be like? Removed from the NFL or something? You would think. Yeah. But, I mean... It's Tom Brady we're talking about, though. It is Tom Brady, and I, it sucks because, like I said, he's a great quarterback, and the coach of the New England Patriots is one of the best coaches that's ever, you know, coached the game. But there is always, like, a little a little thing in the back of your mind, like, did they cheat? Mm. Because their first Super Bowl... Apparently they got caught videotaping the other team's practice, so they knew that, their yeah. sim- You know, they knew their call signs. They knew their plays. You know, and then last year was the footballs being deflated, so that Tom Brady had a better ball to throw. And then it's 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 one of the. That's why a lot of people hate the Patriots, mm-hmm. and it's why their fans are like, "Hate it all you want. Look at the rings." Yeah, that does sound like a. Thing that you say right before you get punched in the face, kind of thing. So I yeah. get it. All right. Uh, and also, I have an t- entirely different reason for hating the Patriots, but that goes back to a decade-old rule change in the NFL. Just, well, uh, what is it? I'm curious now. If you, it, I'm not going to explain like, the whole thing, but there's a playoff mm-hmm. game that's been dubbed the Snowball. Uh, it was between the Oakland Raiders and the New England Patriots. And one of my players sacked Tom Brady. He fumbled the ball. We recovered. And then the refs overturned it uh, due to something they now call, or they did call, the tuck rule. Which is basically saying that he did not fumble the football, which is a big crock of horse shit. 
And that was the first year the Patriots went on to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. So, you know, Raiders fans, we we have other reasons to hate the New England Patriots. That's so. I feel like the New England Patriots <laughs> is just just throughout their career have laid waste to hopes and dreams of so many other teams and fans that it makes sense. Kind of like the Yankees have, but, you know, I don't think Yankees were ever accused of cheating, were they? I, I don't follow baseball enough to know. Oh, okay. So, Like I'm winning his teams say. always have those kind of things. Like the Lakers uh, during their trilogy, uh, you know, and the Yankees because they win so much as well. It's interesting, but I guess we'll find out the later today for us. Uh, what's going to happen? That's why a lot of people when that's why a lot of people you know rally behind Eli Manning because he's one of the few people that's beaten the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I I bet on the Giants the uh, that year they won it was a miraculous game. Oh yeah, I, I love watching those kind of games. I don't like watching blowouts. So, but we'll see. Like I said, we don't know. By the time we record this. But anyway, who's on the show? We have Drew calling in from Bosnia. I'm back from Bosnia. That's right. Uh, we have uh, Jay, as you probably know. Yep, Bundur, no. And uh, just like I said he would, the Wombat's here. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Skype, Skype, Skype update ninjas almost got me. Yeah. As I was saying, we were like five minutes past 12. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and start, because if I do that, then he'll log on. Watch. Yep. That's the truth. But anyway, video games, they're happening. They're happening big time, and they're not going to stop happening for a while. Drew, you been playing anything? I know uh, I know somebody was asking about a particular game you might have been playing. Yeah. I uh, played a good amount of stuff. Uh, aside from Mass Effect 2. Um, I'm also playing Digimon World New Order. Is it? Does it have to do anything with Nazis? What? No. New Order. Oh, New Order. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm following. <laughs> that's that's the New World Order. Oh, okay. I, this I, is Digimon difference. World New Order. Hey man, I, don't, I you know I played that last Digimon game. It has some a little hint of fascism here and there, so you, you don't know where it's going to take it. Goddamn so, pocket monsters! This one, <clears throat> I've never played a Digimon game before. Um, in fact, I know nothing about the show or anything like that. Uh, wasn't it like a, wasn't it like a like the GoBots of Pokemon or something like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, kinda. I guess, as far as I, as far as I know, I think every Digimon fan is like, actually, Digimon came up before. Yeah, I, I know. There's always so, the actually yeah. douchebag. I, you know, I don't care. Just if you say Pokemon to somebody on the street, they know what it is. If you say Digimon, they're like, excuse me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm playing this game uh, for review. Um, this one, this is weird. This is a game that it's hard to describe. It's a role-playing game um, where you have two, basically two monsters um, with you at all times. And uh, in battle, it's not like a turn-based game. You Your monsters move and fight on their own, and then you give them orders... Um, 
it's really weird because like all the moves that they use when you give them an order, it's the same moves they use whenever you don't give them an order. It's just you tell them to do it now kind of thing. So you have no direct control over over the battle itself. They move, they dodge and stuff on their own. Uh, a lot of times they're stupid and get hit when they could have totally got out of the way of that kind of thing. Um, but the way the leveling system works in this game is really strange. So you'd think, like in most RPGs, when you go to fight something and you beat it, you get experience points, level up, stuff like that. In this game, the way you make your Digimon stronger is actually by going back to town and doing this training exercise that will like buff their hit points, their stamina, their their attack power. So do you get like a you get like a Rocky Four montage? No, nothing like that. Shit. The the, the first game no. that takes that advantage of that <laughs> and does that will be the best game. It'll be the game of all time. The game of the, the this, game of the, the forever. And it's got to play the Hearts on Fire well, song. Of course, Jay, <laughs> it plays point. Hearts on Fire. God, oh, that's the oldest song. Oh, man. I, I'm, it's in my head right now. I'm, I'm like bobbing back. I, I can hear it right now. Yeah. God, I want to watch that movie again. No, I, I need to watch that movie again. It's so good. But, yeah, um, it, it, what, what really struck me was you can make your Digimon, like, crazy powerful just by doing this same little mini game over and over again. Um, and then it feels like I can just steamroll over monsters when I go out into the world. Now, do you um, do you get to pick your Digimon, or like are they preset? Uh, can you capture more? I mean, how's that work? It works by so at the very beginning of the game, you play as this kid who gets sucked into the digital world, and uh, you you get two monsters to begin with. You meet up with them. Um, and it's weird because this Digimon, it's not like you have a pet and you're telling your pet to do stuff like Pokemon is. In Digimon, these are like intelligent creatures who talk to you. They're like your friends kind of thing. Yeah, I remember that. Like that was one of the big differentiators is they actually had like personalities and, and conversations. Yeah. And so you have these two monsters um, and they all have a lifespan. Uh, and after so many days, they they die and are resurrected. What? Um, what? And so, and so what you do is, is that when they get resurrected, they start at a generic little monster. And de- depending on what you raise as far as strength or, or stamina or hit points, uh, speed, they evolve, digivolve as they call it, into a different type of monster. So I looked at it. There is a fucking spreadsheet a mile long of like what stats need to be this in order to get this Digimon or what this. And, you know, if you have higher hit points, then it'll turn into this. If you have higher strength, it turns into this. It's fucking massive. If you feed, the it, amount. After, if you feed it after midnight, it turns into a gremlin. I mean, fuck it. Well, see, that, that's another part of this game. Oh, snap. You have to... You have to keep up with their hunger, so it's kind of like a tamagotchi. So, what what does a digital monster eat? There's different types of uh, foods, and uh, there's like different meats. There's um, vegetables, fruits, all sorts of stuff like that. Each each monster has a different personality. Uh, some of them don't like fruits, <laughs> so you either don't. Is feed it them is that. it real fruits or digital fruits? 
It's digital fruits. They're weird looking. Sure. Um, and so it's it, you have to worry about that. You have to worry about sleep. When they're tired, you have to let them go to sleep. They're digital. They to, Why oop. do they have to sleep? You have to go. You have to let them go to the bathroom. So what? They have poop. They have yeah. digital poop. Now we yep. know where the poop emoji comes from. Yep. And um, <laughs> that's. I mean, it's it's like a tamagotchi mixed with like a a really strange battle system. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like it. Like in the first chapter or two, it's all about you. You you find this hub world, which is like a um, a town. And they want you, the, the townspeople want you to rescue Digimon out in the world and bring them back to town. Doing that will improve the town. Somebody will open up a shop or you'll get a farm, stuff like that, where you can get different types of foods. Um, and the first couple of chapters is basically just trying to find monsters in the world and do a quest for them, like, you know, defeat this many enemies or go collect this many things. And then they come back to town. Um, it's strange. Like, I, like it, it's so hard to understand. So the the big thing is, is that like I said, every Digimon has a lifespan. Eventually, they will die, and they then are resurrected again. But they keep some of the stats. So some of the stats will be boosted depending on what you boosted them through training uh, before in their their previous life. Uh, they'll also have like uh, certain types of abilities learned already, so it's kind of like the breeding in Pokemon. Um, and then on top of that, your character, the Tamer, will level up as well. And they, um, when they level up, they get uh, ability points that they can put into, uh, you know, a better raising abilities, better um, combat abilities, as far as like uh, giving people directions and stuff like that. Uh, it's interesting. Um, it doesn't particularly look great. It looks like a early PS3 game, maybe. Is it? Is yeah. the game also on Vita? Maybe. I I don't I, I don't know exactly. Because the, the last Digimon game was as well, and obviously a PS4 and uh and the Vita game is not going to look as good as a PS4 standard game. Right. Mm. But it's. I mean. It, I, I'm sure there's plenty of Digimon fans out there, and they'll probably like this. Um, it is on uh, Vita as well. It is okay. on Vita. Yes. Uh, how do you feel, though, being someone that knows nothing about the series going in for the first time with this weird concepts and mechanics? It, like, like that's that's the best way to say it. It just it feels weird because it it, it this is not a traditional role playing game by any means. It's it's very strange how this stuff works. There's no turn-based combat. I'm not having direct control over the monsters itself. They kind of do their own thing. When they hit somebody, I can hit the X button and you kind of cheer them on, and it brings up their. It's like it's called OP. I think it's um order points. Mm-hmm. And with order points, you can pause the game and tell them to do certain things. Like you know, it takes a certain amount of OP to power them up or use this ability or stuff like that at that certain moment. So it's really strange. Um, I don't mind it. Um, I think there's a lot of mechanics that they drop off at you right at the very beginning of the game. And it feels like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing here, but I'm just going to keep doing this because it seems like my stats are going up. So I, I sat there and trained for like an hour 
But see, the more you train, the more time passes. And after a certain amount of days, they die, and you have to re-raise, re-raise them kind of thing. The whole, the whole dying thing seems weird. Like, I don't know much about Dizimon, but I didn't know that was, like, a thing. Like, they die, they die within, like, a few days? That seems weird to me. Like, something that's just well, kind of thrown in there. I think it. I think it's all depending on the Digimon itself. Um, I, I could be wrong, but um, I know so, that there some is Digimon a Digimon freak will, will will correct you. Oh yeah, I'm sure. There, but see, there's a trophy for having a Digimon past 20 days. Um, so I'm guessing 20 days may be the max or close to the max <laughs> of how long they live. It's the oldest Digimon to ever live. So the way they balance out your ability to basically train and get incredibly powerful without without any kind of effort is that they make it so that that Digimon will just die eventually, and then they will have to start from level one again, right? Well, there, see, there's no levels. The, the Digimon don't have levels. It's just this is their stats. Yeah, their stats would be lowered to what they were, like something closer to original, even though they'd be powered up slightly more, right? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay, well, it seems interesting enough, but the thing about it is that, like, interesting and weird is all good and all, but if it doesn't feel good, then it's kind of a moot point. What do you think? I think that the way I played it right now, like, I'm probably about five, six hours in. Um, the way I'm playing it right now is I've just boosted up all of my Digimon stats, and I just steamroll over everything. And when they die, I think it's going to be kind of devastating to me because... I'll have to just sit there and raise them for an hour kind of thing. I think that's what's going to end up happening because I will not be able to progress the story with these low-level, you know, new Digimon. Um, It sounds like the game is probably not meant for you to power level every time for like an hour. Maybe just go back and train whenever you need to and just kind of just keep going, maybe? The the issue there is, is that even though, like, so at the beginning of the game, they said, do you want to play on easy or normal? And when I hovered over easy, it said, this is for people who are not familiar with Digimon. So I clicked on easy. Mm-hmm. I have died multiple times on easy. This game is not very simple to to win. Mm. It's, like, that's, that's my biggest thing. I, I've taken on one boss the entire time, and that boss fight was like... I thought I had some powered up Digimon too, and I was like, "Wow, this is like I don't like I feel almost powerless because I don't have any control in combat except to cheer them on and tell them when to use an ability. But they move on their own, they dodge on their own, they attack on their own. I'm just like I feel like powerless, you know? Yeah, it seems like a spectator kind of battle mode, and I'm not I'm not a big fan of those either. Yeah. So the internet never disappoints me. If you go to Game Facts and you look at the popular board topics, message board topics, mm-hmm. obviously you have bit farming, which I, I'm assuming is something in the game. Um, and then you have sexiest Digiwoman in the new order, in the next order. And then, Ugh. should I get poop Digimons early? These are popular board topics for this game. Okay. So, Drew, what have you done? Ken sent me this. <laughs> I asked who wanted to check it out. And Drew Yeah, I, I already played the last one. 
Oh, how's the translation in that game? Like the Cyber Sleuth game had some horrendous translation errors. It's it's okay. I mean, okay. It's, you know, the, I mean, it's it, like a lot of it's voice acted. So, hmm. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. There you go. What else? Um, what else is going on? And it's not World New Order. It's World Next Order. World mm. Next Order. Yeah. Digimon World Next Order. Um. Let's see here. I played. I'm trying to think of review games. I still can't talk about phoning home. <laughs> Even though you desperately game. want to. No, not really. <laughs> no. Um, no. I'll talk about that next week. But um, yeah. That's all you have, according to my list. That. Yeah, that is all I have right now. Um, I guess the next game that I've been playing a lot of is Resident Evil 7. Ah, oh, yes. You finished? Not yet. Not yet. I have made it to the point where I was supposed to meet somebody at the trailer, and they weren't there. Oh, so you're about okay. to go into the third act. You're going to the, the room with the two doors, the key doors. Uh-huh. I am. I am. I, I guess I'm going to start dealing with the sun now. Yeah. That's a... Uh, um, have you done? The, I'm just going to ask. Have you done the birthday tape yet? No. In fact, I've only found two tapes throughout this entire so far. Okay, the birthday tape should be on the way to find one of the key cards. Okay. Do that tape and memorize what you did before okay. before you go in. Just say. And am I close to the end of the game? Um, no. You're about halfway through. Yeah, because. Yeah. There's. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the halfway mark. Yeah, it's. A, 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 he's right. It's about halfway. Okay. Damn, I played this game for a while. Yeah. Uh, decent amount. I'm just glad, dude. Like, you were like, you were all incessant. Like, oh, I'm not gonna buy another game until <laughs> I finish The Witcher. Oh, I'm not gonna. And then when you keep talking about Resident Evil, you're like, God damn it! <laughs> Made you cave. Now you gotta play I'm, through I'm it. Glad. I am glad I bought this game because this is this is what I love about Resident Evil. Yep. There's there's it's one there's one little so, part that I don't like towards the end, but other than that I loved it. It is so good. I did so I did my I guess technically first boss fight just before this. Um that I mean I can tell that the boss fights are going to suck. I mean they just they're they're kind of monotonous and boring in my opinion. Yeah. Um but uh no the the atmosphere, the look of the game, the sound design <sighs> is so fucking good. So there's a part in the game, I'll just put it this way, when the lights go out and somebody whispers in your ear <laughs> and I was wearing headphones during that part. <laughs> it's in- Sent a fucking chill down my spine. I was gonna say you it probably was, you probably created your own poop Digimon. <laughs> I did. It was so creepy. Um, but now that game is is phenomenal. I the only thing I I wish would happen was I wish he could run a little bit faster. Yeah, the run is a little. Yeah, it's not really a run. <laughs> It's no. uh, it's it's there for the sake of for the virtual reality. If it wasn't any faster than that, I think it might already be a little too fast for VR. So if it was faster than that, I think people would just get motion sickness off the ass. 
Yeah, well, t- t- tune it. It'll run a little faster. There's a lot of backtracking, and I need to move with a little more, you know... If you if you beat the game under four hours, you get a, you get an item that allows you to move a lot faster. I am aware. I need to do that at some point, but you know, going replaying games is even harder than actually playing all these games. So, uh, I made an exception for Resident Evil Seven. I would agree with you on most games, but like to me, Resident Evil games, like especially like the core ones, I always find infinitely replayable. So I'll just, you know, in like a one year, I'll pick a Resident Evil game to play again. Last year was Resident Evil 3 and 4. And then, you know, this year, I'm, I'm going to probably play through like Resident Evil like 2 or something like that. Because, you know, the 2 remake might be coming out uh, 2017 or 18 or something like that. But uh, Resident Evil 7, I played through the game again in Madhouse difficulty to try to unlike the stuff. So I did Madhouse difficulty under four hours, and that was that was a lot of fun. That was intense, too. Some really I crazy think- stuff they did. I can I can easily do that I think by just going back and playing it because I I'm enjoying the crap out of this game now I'm taking my time with it. I think I'm probably well over four hours in oh yeah mm-hmm. it's you can you can drag that thing out to about twelve to fifteen hours if you do everything for yeah sure but you can you can certainly beat it in under four hours right uh, the speed run record right now is something like one hour and thirty two minutes something like that that's not yeah, unheard of. Well, I mean, if you go back to the original Resident Evil, it was possible to do that. In fact, that you know, that was back in a time when, you know, I didn't have a life and I didn't have anything else to do. I could do it in about two hours myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, there's a there's a beeline through those games, so. That's true. I um, but now I'm, that's that's a fantastic game. Yeah, it I'm is. glad I started it. So. Yeah, playing that. Um, I think that's it. None of the betas, huh? Nah, none of the betas. Just um, call, call me when they're to... actually out. There's a lot nah. of there's a yeah. lot of betas out there. Well, I mean, let's be honest. For Honor and Ghost Ooh, right. Recon, well, there's three. Um, For Honor and Ghost Recon, it might be good to play those betas because you don't know how you feel about those games. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I don't. I don't need to play the Injustice Two beta. I, I just. I just keep doing it. I, I don't know, uh, Ken. I don't. If he didn't get that taste of what Injustice Two could have been, I don't think you would have gotten it. Maybe you're kind of hesitant to pick it up. You know, kind of on the fence about that game. No. Not a big fan. No. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, you all right? I mean, they could Bye show me game. nothing else between now and May, and I'd still be there day one. Yeah, but Ghost Recon, like. Uh, maybe you'll talk about it later, but I that's will. like another one of those games I see as like, yeah, I have no interest in this game at all. It's like watching another Assassin's Creed trailer. It's like I don't, I don't, I just don't care anymore. This seems like another <laughs> Ubisoft game. Just buy the numbers, buy the books every single time, unless I hear something dramatically <clears throat> off the contrary. I mean, Watch Dogs Two, for example, it's a good game. I I like it, but like. My tolerance level for Ubisoft shenanigans is so low that once I ran into like a, like a wall, it's like oh, I'm I'm done. You're done. Get out of here. And that was that. And I feel like I feel like that way for like every Ubisoft game at this point. Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's, but no, I'm I'm just, hopefully maybe you'll say some nice things about the game. I'll, I'll talk about it, but it's not gonna change your mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Drew? Nah, I think that's it. All right. 
So, Jay, do you want to talk about some games then? Yeah, I, surprisingly, not too much to talk about this week. I've been trying really hard to get through Tales of Berseria uh, before Neo gets here. And boy, that game is long. I'm enjoying it a lot. <clears throat> um, one thing that I will say is that I think this might have one of my favorite cast of characters for Tales games so far. And that's saying a lot because I play basically every Tales game that came out in the States. So, yeah, the characters are really well-written. Uh, they're really charming in their own way. They're funny, especially this. I find myself uh, chuckling along during a lot of the skits, which is pretty rare for RPG games to have like a really good sense of humor. So I'm near the end of that game, so hopefully I'll finish it up today or tomorrow. I'll have the review written up. But the, the new game that I started playing, um, mostly out of curiosity, is the Fire Emblem Heroes, the gotcha game that came out on mobile devices uh, this week. You guys you guys heard about that. Anyone else play that at all? I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. Oh, you haven't played it yet? Um, that sucks, Ryan, because you know you played a lot of mobile games, so I was hoping you could uh, chime in. But um, regardless, um, what I will say is that the visual presentation is very, very nice. If you played like Fire, Fire Emblem Awakenings and Conquest and Birthright, you know, they have those CG cutscenes and stuff like that with the cell shading. Do you remember? You remember those, right? Drew? I think I think he's dead in Bosnia Probably. again. Uh, but anyway, the, the visuals look really nice, really sharp and clean, especially on like your mobile device. But um, I will say it's a very watered-down Fire Emblem experience. If you're a fan of Fire Emblem, you know that basically every Fire Emblem game has, like, permadeath. But this game doesn't have a permadeath at all. If your character dies, whatever, who cares? They'll be back in the next fight. They do lose the experience that they gained in that battle. But that's obviously not as big of a deal as losing that unit completely. But it makes sense because you can't saves come in the mobile game because every turn, every single action that you do is auto-saved instantaneously. So, you know, that's that. And the big, uh, you know, the big thing of controversy when it comes to these kind of mobile games is that how is the the pay-to-win kind of aspect of it? Do you, do you need to spend a lot of money to be successful? And I would say that because uh, the game is just starting out, it's, they're pretty generous with the resources that you, you need to summon these characters. But the chances that you get like a good character, like a five-star character, sits at about 3.25%-ish. So out of, you know, that's, and then you only get to summon maybe five or 20 gems that you get. And um, that's not a lot. That's a pretty low percentage chance, all things considered. So you can go for a while and uh, not get any really good heroes, which is a bummer. So you know if you if you feel like you need to spend money to kind of be successful in a game, I think that's that's not good. I think uh, when you spend money, it should act as something to kind of uh, uh, make your experience go a little faster, kind of thing, kind of hasten the experience, not feel like something that's required of you to do in order to clear content. And it does feel like that. But the game is new, and maybe it'll change. Um, the other thing that I'll say is that it doesn't have the percentage chance to hit anymore that the uh, Fire Emblem is basically known for. Like, you know, uh, like, uh, for example, if you're like a really quick samurai or something like that, the enemies have a hard time hitting you. But in this one, everyone has a 100% chance to hit on every attack, which changes the balancing quite a bit for a lot of the characters. Um, and uh, one of the things that uh, a friend of mine said is that is that Fire Emblem has a rich history of making people pissed about RNG. And it's only natural that it became a mobile game because a mobile game just thrives on the fact that it's all about RNG. 
It's RNG whether you get the hero that you want. It's RNG if they're going to have the stats that you want. It's RNG that if if, if they're going to get the stat upgrades they, they're going to get when they level up. You can get either two points in stats or you can get all six or seven points in stats in one level upgrade. And that it, that difference is ginormous. It's, it's huge. It's so big to the point that if you were playing a normal Fire Emblem game and you only got like one or two boosts in stats, you would be in the right mind to like reset the game. And just do it again. Try to get better stats for your characters, but that's not possible for this game. So it's it's weird. Like it's it's a very watered down Fire Emblem experience. But I think if you're a big fan of this series, you might enjoy it. But be prepared to get like stonewalled from a lot of the content unless you're willing to spend money, at least for the the first few months of the game. But uh, uh yeah, that's basically it for me. All right. Yeah, I will probably never play a. Fire Emblem phone game. Yeah, I mean, save your... I mean, play a real Fire Emblem game, please. Like, that, I, a new game coming really, out for 3DS. It's never been a thing for me. Um, and it's probably because most of those games are mobile, like, portable games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so maybe if they the... do one for Switch, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, they they are doing one for Switch. The uh, not not the Musho game, but the one you know, they're actually making a real Switch game. Well, I'll, I'll definitely didn't... play the Musho game. I like Musho games. Sure. Uh, Muso games, guilty I, pleasures, I guess. I like Muso games when they're themed, like like fucking Hyrule Warriors. That was a great game. Uh, but Hyrule Warrior in particular was just really well made. Yes, you know, it because, was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. They just did a really nice job uh, catering to the fans. Uh, the the production was nice. But I think most Musho, there's so many Musho games. You know, that's the problem. You there's, know what? I would problems. kill for um, uh, a Hyrule Warriors with every piece of DLC from. The Wii U and the 3DS in one gigantic package on the Switch. Do it, Nintendo. I'll um, buy that game again because there was stuff on the 3DS version that wasn't in the, the the console version. Yeah, certain characters and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you could remember. get them if you bought the 3DS version, but you couldn't just buy them. That's dumb. Like Linkle, you couldn't buy Linkle. Yeah. That's Nintendo and their Amiibo-style DLC, as usual. Yeah, I I want I like Mario Kart, you know, the eight version. Like that's a great purchase for me because it's got every piece of DLC. Um, what I'll say is that if they ever put in like the the Fire Emblem games that came on the Wii or the GameCube on Virtual Console, I'm not sure if they ever did or I know they did in Japan, but I'm not sure if they did it in here. But if they do it. Uh, and then it's on like the Switch or Wii U or something like that. You should give those a shot, especially the GameCube one called Path of Radiance. That's probably one of my favorite classic ones. If you're not into the uh, 3DS ones, if you're okay with 3DS games, Awakening is an exceptional game. I didn't particularly care for the Birthright Conquest Revelation series because obviously what I said before. But uh, yeah, Fire Emblem has some really good stuff. What are you saying, Ryan? It was Fire Emblem Fates was the yeah the yeah title that's one. true yeah. I asked you a question, Drew. Thanks for chiming in, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I I have to work sometimes, but yeah, no. nah, not a, not allowed, not allowed. Oh, <laughs> um, but no, nah, yeah. You know what I really like, and they haven't done it in a long time. I like a new Advance Wars. It's not gonna happen. I fucking loved those games. Isn't the same guys that made Advance Wars the guys making Fire Emblem? So I, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Is it? You're never gonna get it because uh, Fire Emblem is now apparently. Sorry, it's a little saturated. There, there's like what four fucking Fire Emblem games coming out. Uh, let's see. There's the heroes. There is the well, 
Well, the the mobile game just already came out, so I don't think they count. And anymore. there's a Switch one and a 3DS one, so that's four, right? Uh, I mean, it had its own direct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did have its own direct. I guess it's starting to become a bigger deal for Nintendo, which is nice. It's a good series, except for dates. So I'm just glad that the 3DS game is, is a standalone game, and they're not gonna piecemeal that crap. So I'm excited for that game. But I'm not sure about the, the Switch titles at all there. We're not going to see that game until like 2018, I think. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so, Wombat. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm good. Um, <clears throat> so, I uh, I have not played much. I know you um, played Cameo. You did, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, my, I'm tr- my son and I are trying to beat it, um, and I forgot how frustrating it is that you can't just play co-op. Um, you have to beat the level on solo. You can't. Let me hold on. Let me put it this way: you have to get to a certain point in the level on solo before you can play it co-op. And if you beat it on co-op, it doesn't count. You have to go back and beat it solo. Um. I also forgot how freaking horrible the controls in that game are. Uh, they are, and maybe I'm just used to a, a different level of controls at this point. But man, oh man, there are times in that game where it feels like it's fighting against you. Yeah, that game was built with a with a hell the the GameCube in mind. Yeah, GameCube controller, and yeah. Uh, yeah, like that was one of the first 360 games, and like we hadn't mastered like 3D controls with dual analog stick shit. Like, if you go back and play shooters on the PlayStation 2, they are fucking terrible. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. So, um, we're though trying to beat that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's that, that game's hard too. Yeah. Um, so, we're, you know, slowly but surely making our way through that. So that's honestly what I played most of. I mentioned uh, on Twitter that I built a uh, retro pie cart. I saw that. Uh, but I haven't had much chance, honestly, to play it yet because um, we've been doing other stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting into some of those games again. Uh, I, it worked really out really to, well. Yeah, I really need to do that with my NES Mini because I think you can get up to like 960 games on it now. You can, yeah. Uh, the Boogeyman has done that, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he has that many, but he has uh, expanded his uh, uh, NES Mini. I don't need that so. many. I'd, I'd probably be okay with about 100. Yep. So. so. But, um, uh, and then to Switcher 3. Uh, I'm still making my way through uh, Blood and Wine. Trying to get, I want to get this all knocked out before uh, For Honor comes out on the 14th. You're running because out of time. Because then it's, then it's For Honor, um, Zelda, and um, uh, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Horizon's in there too. Yep, Horizon in there too. <laughs> yep, I'm not. I've decided that um, as good as it looks, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to buy Horizon. I'm going to game fly that one. And I'm gonna buy. Uh, uh, I haven't decided yet on Mass Effect, but I'm gonna buy Zelda and uh, For Honor for sure. I, I think uh, buying a predominantly a multiplayer game makes a lot of sense compared yeah. to if you're like on a rented. Because 
obviously, if you rent a, a multiplayer game, you're not going to get a, a lot of mileage out of it right. other than, uh, compared to a single player. That's, that's good. Yeah, there's a part of me that wants to buy Mass Effect just because I own all the other ones but um, and two novels. Um, but I just, I don't know. The thing about it this way, right? If you gamefly it, this is what what I do a lot of times, is that I gamefly a game and then I play through the single player campaign and then later down the line, I'll actually buy it when it's on sale for a fraction of the cost because you know how games are these days. Yep, games will probably. go. Exactly. And, yep, you know, you pick it up when it's 20 instead of spending that 60 and then you already still got that experience of playing through it already and you can just add it to your collection and then replay it later. Yep. Yep. So that's the goal. Um... We'll, um, you know, I, I'm just excited to have a whole bunch of stuff coming up to play. And I've got, I bought a new, um, my son's Wii U game pads had a lot of connection issues. Um, so I bought a new, um, Wi-Fi module for the game pad. So I'm going to try and take that apart this weekend and see if I can fix it. That should be fun. Uh, it doesn't look that complicated, honestly. Um, looks like it's as simple as... Open the controller, disconnect a couple wires, and reconnect. The the one thing um, that I noticed, like with the the PlayStation Four controller, is that fucking spring on the on the triggers. For the triggers, yeah. yeah that's the only thing you got to be careful because if you lose that son bitch, you're screwed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's annoying to put back to. I had to. I was putting a new analog six on my old 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 PS4 controller, and oh man, those things have a lot more pieces than I imagined. Yeah. Especially the stupid wire. The, the the one thing that keeps the the back of the controller to the front of the controller is the fucking wire for the stupid light on the touchpad. Yeah, the touchpad little thing, and it, it, it comes off really easy too. Yeah. Putting back the spring on the uh, on the triggers is annoying too. Oh god, yeah. I dropped one the first time I did it, and I couldn't find it for a couple of minutes, and I was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty dollars out of the, well, fifty dollars. No, yeah. fifty dollars out. Of the, yeah, it ain't no it ain't no Switch Pro controller. It ain't eighty dollars. It's fine. Nice. Yeah. Well, right. my my line of thinking on it is, um, if I can't fix it, um, it's out of warranty anyway, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna have to pay a buttload for Nintendo to fix it either way. So. <sighs> it is, and and now they've stopped manufacturing them, so they're never gonna sell that controller separately. Right. <sighs> that thing was oh, it was just such a fuck up. Anyway, I'll wrap it up. And since nobody has said the word since we started this podcast, I play a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> well, I feel like that's implied at this point. You know, yeah, I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to express my distaste for the the latest event of which the the loot boxes have not been kind to me. <laughs> Nobody really. Uh, hey, I no, got no. Diva skin yesterday. Killer, killer, I got Diva skin yesterday too. Killer oh, yeah, Wolverine. Nice, Killer Wolverine has had the best luck. Like he had crappy luck with Halloween and Christmas, and but his luck with this one, he's gotten Junkrat, uh, Reinhardt, one of the Maze, um, Symmetra, and the Roadhog. Nice. Some good luck. I got Reinhardt. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got. You're just not playing enough, Ken. Jeez, come oh, on, man. Fucker, I've played there. so many matches in that goddamn game. <laughs> Have you been doing all your arcade things for the boxes? Yep. Okay. And I really don't like Capture the Flag because that ends up in ties way too often, and you get no credit either way. 
Yeah, it's kind of a dumb thing because you feel like people would recognize that and just try to go very aggressive when the game's about to be over. But, like, no, they, they turtle down. They put, like, Bastion, Tor, Symmetra at the point. You're like, ah, do you guys not want to win or something? I don't know. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, that's not working out too well for me. So. It's just, uh, just take out your credit card, man. It'll work out just fine. I have, I have enough coins right now to buy one outfit. I'm saving that. It ends on the 13th, right? 13th or 14th? Four, 14th, I think, but um, what are you going to buy? I'll probably buy the May or the Zen skin. Those are the only two they're, that I really like. Good. You know? The rest of them are kind of meh. Like, I don't even like the Junkrat skin. I think it's real generic. I don't remember the Junkrat skin. What the hell is that? Is somebody moving a dresser? It's I, Drew in Bosnia again. It sounds like a... Yeah, it sounds like a himself. truck. <laughs> it, it is... It is my, the truck is running, yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, oh, I think I'll, the whole, whole world can hear it. Yeah, the whole world. You know? All your fans. But yeah, no, I, I got to at least say the word Overwatch at least once a week because you know I spend probably ten to fifteen hours a week playing that stupid game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, uh, I played some more Injustice Beta. They added the Blue Beetle to the to the latest update. They also erased all my loot, so I had to start over. Um, it was kind of funny because I, I you know I I hadn't played a whole bunch of it since they updated it. And I hopped on. I'm like, I'm going to check out Blue Beetle. So I hopped in, checked him out. He's pretty cool. Reminds me a lot of Devora from MKX. Like, he can morph his hands into, like, knives a la Terminator 2 shit. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to play just for fun. So I switched back to Supergirl. I bumped into this guy who had, like, 50 matches under his belt. He's, like, a level 15. I'm like, this dude's going to own me. Motherfucker quit because I beat him so bad. <laughs> Good old race quit. Never change. <laughs> oh, but I'll tell you what. He had some sweet-ass Batman armor. Like, he looked like classic Batman with the like the light blue and light gray with the yellow emblem. But, like, with a futuristic armor. Man, you can really customize the way the characters look in that game. That is super cool. I can't mm. wait for that game. So far, the only armor that I... The only loot I've got since the second update is for Blue Beetle and Atrocitus who I don't play a ton of. Um, I've kind of... I've kind of... I've gravitated towards Supergirl. She's kind of awesome. Super fun to play. But, yeah, it's all worthless to me now because the loot doesn't carry. The movesets will change. Balances will happen. Of course. So right now it's just a giant... Just a giant cock tease. Well, you need that going in, though. I know. And I really just wanted to play it, but I just keep playing it. And I should probably just stop, because it just makes me sad every time I have to turn it off. <laughs> oh, May seems so far away. It is very far away. And, I, and like I'm sitting here thinking about that game all the time, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, in the meantime, there will be... Fuck. South Park, Zelda, Neo, uh, Mass Effect, a new Nintendo system. Like, there's nothing to do between now and May. Nothing, right, man. Like nothing coming out. Yeah, it's like, oh, why, why even bother? Just trade in all of your systems. Yeah. Just sell your computer for parts. It's I fine, really man. just need to format my Xbox and just put Overwatch on it because then I won't play anything else. Yeah, 
it'll probably make their loading a little slightly faster, maybe. Nah, I doubt it. Uh, I checked out the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta. Played it for about three hours, I guess, about when we played it. Yeah. That game is... If The Division and Far Cry had a baby, that's probably about what that game is. It's an open world, um, military shooter. Uh, I'm hitting all of Jay's checkpoints of games he yep. will play a million hours of. Yeah, of course. Um, it has a progression system, like a level up system. So, you know, as you finish missions, you get XP, you level up. Uh, the catch is, is that you don't just get to use the skill points, you also have to collect resources to upgrade your abilities. So, like, there are, like, uh, resources around the map, you tag them, and then they get added to your inventory, then you can use those to upgrade. So, you know, upgrades are pretty standard. Um, you know, less less movement when you're aiming. Uh, you have a drone that you can upgrade, so the drone has a longer battery life, or has a stronger Wi-Fi signal so it can go further. This game is pretty generic by the numbers, but what makes it good is when you add friends to the mix. Because you are literally just given an open world, a a playground, kind of similar to like a Just Cause. So there's a little Just Cause in there. Um, But it's just a big open world playground with a bunch of missions that you can do at your discretion. Um, The game is laid out like the original Crackdown. If you remember how that game was laid out, like there are different areas in the game and they are all controlled by one big kingpin. And the objective is to kind of wear down his defenses and eventually take down that kingpin. Can you get a jet, tether a bunch of propane tanks to it, fly it into a base and assassinate someone as you fly off into the distance? No. Garbage. That's just cause. Worthless. Yeah, 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 just cause is a good game on like this crap. This generic ass crap. Yeah. You know what? Boring. You haven't played it. So You're right, you're right, but everything you just described to me is no, 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 like it's not, I just said procedurally generated, procedurally generated, procedurally generated. Oh no, it's not it's not generated. It's all it's all there. But the, the, what I mean is that like you're hitting like the same kind of tone, you know how you kind of, of course. tune out. Yeah, it's like No no, know, I totally I totally understand. Like People who are who don't want an open world, you know, Ubisoft game, this this ain't gonna change anything. I'm just saying. Yeah, but yeah. it's a really fun game to dick around with friends. Like it, it really is. Like I had a blast playing co op. If I was playing this game by myself, I wouldn't want any part of it. Like at all. And you can play it solo. You can totally play it solo. But not advise, right? No, Probably no. It's, I mean, you get AI squad mates and you can control them. Um, but it's, yeah, this is, this is a, this is one of those social games where you get two or three people together and you kind of BS while you blow up drug bases. There are certainly fun to be had, but it's not going to light the world on fire. Is there okay. PvP in it? Not that I've seen, no. I think it's just straight co-op. So, which is fine, you know, the Division had PvP that I never touched. It it reminds me a lot of the Division, but not instanced, if that makes sense. Uh, And finally I play a little Neo. 
I played for about I'm an so, hour. I'm so, I'm so jealous, dude. Hour, hour and a half. Um, you want to talk about a game that feels like a love child? Neo. And, and I thought about this description a long time last night. I was very proud of this. Neo looks aesthetically like Onimusha. Mm-hmm. Plays like Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Has the difficulty of a Souls game. It's and the loot system, the loot of system of Diablo, because you're constantly getting new stuff, new awesome stuff, yeah. new equipment, but, weapons of different types. But if you keep the weapon you have, you get more comfortable with it, and it does more damage. It, yeah, yeah, it levels up, and you unlock different skills based on the weapons yeah. and the stances that you use. You can't hear it, but I am rubbing my hands right now. It yeah. that game is okay, so. If anybody who knows me knows that I get frustrated with Dark Souls. It's not my thing. And I think I finally figured out why. It's because of the slow, plodding combat in those fucking games. That is just not fun to me. Neo is straight-ass Ninja Gaiden combat. And you have to balance because it has a stamina bar. So you can't just be, you know, dashing around the entire map. So it kind of allows you to play different ways. So you can kind of go in aggressively, but you're only going to get a few hits before you're wore out. I but, think it's closer to Bloodborne than Ninja Gaiden. I, I understand the, what you're saying about Ninja Gaiden because the weapons and the you know, time-based parries and stuff like that. But the reason why I say Bloodborne is because you kill your enemies as fast as they kill you. And it feels it feels very very fast in that way. It does, Stamina. but Bloodborne feels like molasses compared to Neo. As far as yeah, speed Neo goes. is definitely faster. I'll give you that. Yeah. Neo is super fast as far as the combat itself. Uh, and another thing I like is that you can reset or you can you can charge your your stamina bar faster by that active reload of your key. So like when you do a dash, and if you hit that key button at just the right time when the spark comes up, you can make that bar recharge faster, so you can keep your combos going longer. Like that's some straight-ass Ninja Gaiden shit right there. And it feels good, man, because it's all skill-based. Yep. Timing it- that key bla- uh, key thing to recover your stamina just in time, parrying your uh, enemy's attack. The thing about it is if you miss a parry and they get in on you, it can mean like death, instantaneous death. Oh, there's yeah. always that sense of tension, and when you do it right, you feel good because it took skill and experience to pull those kind of moves off. Yeah, and I feel like playing this game, just a little bit I've played of it so far, like, the Souls games constantly have these, like, few moments where enemies pop out of nowhere, and they just kill you, and it feels like, oh, I learned my lesson. In Neo, I see that motherfucker. At least so far. And you can snipe him in the head with an arrow for massive you can, damage. You can do that, or you can prepare your attack, and then you can go and you can whoop that motherfucker's ass. Uh, what weapons have you been using? Uh, obviously, you start off with the swords, which the swords are nice. Uh, later on in the game, I got um, this two-handed axe, which I really, really like. Oh, nice. Uh, I got one of the pole arms. I didn't care for that as much. Like It was fast, but it did, I didn't feel like it gave me enough opportunity to move around. So right now, I, I haven't got a, a ranged weapon yet. Um, like I said, I'm about an hour in. 
Um, the two-handed axe has been my favorite so far. Like, it's methodical, but it does so much damage when I hit with yep. it. The, the high stance of that thing is devastating per hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this you game You cleave enemies in half. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, I think... So, Go ahead. I, I have a question. Um, as far as the combat goes, is it like the Souls game where you lock on to a guy and you could strafe around them kind of thing? You can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you fought a boss? Ken? No, I have not fought a boss. Um, I think I'm getting close. Because the the difference between the Souls and uh, Neo is Neo is level-based. So, like, you do a level and then you go to the next level. Whereas the Souls okay. games is like, it's a big kind of open world. You go from area to area. Uh, well, to be fair, Demon's Souls was level-based as well. It was, it was. But that's, I mean, it's been, what? Yeah, yeah it's there been were, a long, long time. There, there could be multiple bosses per level. Yeah, in, in this one, there's a level, and then there's a boss. Um, so, like, there's a level 1 boss, level 2 boss, level 3 boss. So, And uh, the level designs are actually exceptional as well. They have a lot of different shortcuts, mm-hmm. a lot of side paths, uh, uncovering secrets, and these little, like, little creatures that you can kind of try to find and put them, you know, kind of lead them back to the shrine that'll help you get different buffs and stuff like that. So tons of items to find, secrets, and the level design, just like a smooth sense of progression. Because you know how you make it to a certain point, then you don't get to a save point or something like that, like one of the shrines to kind of um, ground yourself on, then you have a good chance of getting, like, unlocking a shortcut that goes to an earlier earlier shrine. And just kind of going through the levels gave me the same kind of feeling when I was playing through, like, the best levels of Souls, when I was, you know, kind of meticulously checking every corner, every nook and cranny, looking for items and shortcuts and whatnot, and it felt exactly the same. Which is great. One of the things I love about this game is, you know, it does have the the souls bullshit of when you die, you lose your your Amrita, which are your souls, whatever, um, and you have a chance to go back and pick them up, but you don't have to, and you can actually supplement souls. Like if you're so close to leveling, but you're missing like a couple, you can actually trade items to to make up that difference. And, like, all the stuff that you collect, like the loot... Like, one of the things about the Souls games is, like, you collected stuff, but it felt so sparse. Like, you'd get a new outfit or a new piece of armor, like, in hours. In Neo, I got new boots, like, ten minutes after I got the last pair of boots. It's it's straight (laughs) Diablo looting, man. Like, you're constantly getting new stuff. Yeah, and uh, Ken hadn't gotten to this point yet... But there is a ridiculous amount of customization with your equipment. Yes. Let's say you have a one piece of item, like you love this sword, right? You love the way it looks, you love the way it handles, you like the way that, you know, you like the parameters and extra stats that it has on it. But you're leveling up and all these, you're getting all these better equipment and items that are much higher level. You can actually sacrifice a weapon of a higher level and match your lower level equipment that you, you know, really fall in love with and make it that highest level possible. So you can change a level 2 katana into a level 30 katana instantaneously just by sacrificing an, a new equipment. And then you can also re-roll your parameters to see if you can get better stats to increase like backstab damage, like higher stance, less stamina usage, and like you know, all this different stuff. And that's like stuff you could do in Diablo, like re-rolling stats in your legendary items. That's like a big thing. So it's, yeah, yeah it's the fact that they allow you this much customization in a game like like a Souls kind of game is, is, is nonsense. It's, it's amazing. Yep. 
they did everything that Souls fans will love, and they actually made a game that plays really fucking good, and I want to play it. Who who made this game? Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Yep. Interesting. And the game is it's it's in there with Last Guardian and Final Fantasy Fifteen. It uh, it was announced like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, Drew, Drew, as someone who has also beaten Dark Souls, oh, I do also recommend you you play Neo. I think you would enjoy it quite a bit, friend. And, yeah. You know, I know I know how much you love Diablo, and I think this is gonna hit. This is gonna scratch all those different itches that you have, particularly. It just fits right for me. It's just, yeah, it's, it's like it, it scratches it, a hell of a lot of itches. Yeah, and it scratches it's like a game them that well. was made for me. Yeah, it's it's so good. I mean, it's I mean, you're hearing me praise like a soul style game. Yeah, that's true. It's, and it's it's I want to play it. Like I don't even care. Like I haven't died yet. I was shocked. Like I figured I would die relatively quickly because I usually suck at the Souls games. But man, that combat just feels it feels me. Like, I like fast-paced combat, and Neo is fast-paced combat. I like it. I like it a lot. So, I'm keeping my pre-order, uh, which is probably the best deal I've gotten in ages. I had a bunch of certificates left over, and I have Gamers Club uh, unlocked for Best Buy. So, I ended up getting Neo for $13. I'll buy Neo for $13. Oh, yeah. I, I was actually, I, I was like, I'm going to pre-order a new game. Like, oh, I, I forgot I have Gamers Club unlocked and I have like $35 worth of certificates. I can get uh, how, how do you get the certificates? Is it like a yearly thing? No, it's for spending so much money. And I, I, bought, oh, I bought a lot of our my kids' Christmas through Best Buy, so I had a bunch of you know certificates backed up. So. Yeah, I think um, was it GCU for Best Buy is really good if you buy only new games. They're yeah, really they're, they're like forty seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So. It's the same thing that Amazon does, but if yep. you don't mind going to the stores, you know you get those reward points and the certificates, like Ken just said. And if you only buy games, I think GCU is probably a better value than Amazon Prime. But Prime's obviously good for a lot of other things too. Yeah, the GCU was great for me. Like I got it for free because when I bought his stuff for Christmas, like adding that, which was thirty bucks for two years, saved me like fifty dollars. Gotcha. So I now have it for two years. So whenever I have a chance, I will definitely use it. They they also have deals regularly that come up for like Xbox Live subscriptions and PS Plus as well. Mm-hmm. It's like a pretty good deal usually. So yeah, take advantage of, the, of those when they come up. Oh, absolutely. So far, it's it's been very beneficial for me. Great. I got Neo for thirteen dollars. <laughs> Man, can't wait for Neo. Yep, so I you know, I had to ship off your copy, so now we're both waiting. Uh my copy should be here Tuesday. I'll probably get my copy on Tuesday too, so we'll play it on the same day. Oh yeah. Then we can we can co op some bosses if you want. Oh, actually, now that you know now you're actually forced to use your PS4 Pro for something. Uh you know, we we can actually get you for co op for something, you know. That's yeah, nice. no, I'll play some co op. Also speaking of which, another thing that makes Neo better than Souls, there's a sixty frames per second mode. Mm-hmm. It is glorious, and it's fucking locked at sixty too. Locked it like at sixty. Around. Yeah, if you're on regular PS4, it's like 720p sixty, but on the Pro, I think it ro- hovers around 900 sixty. That motherfucker. Oh, on the Pro, it's actually 1080 sixty. It it tries to stay 1080, but it does drop. Uh. It it has, it has a dynamic resolution. I've yeah, watched, it does. But I, uh, I watched the digital you... foundry. They told me. I did. Yeah, I did too. They say this stays around 1080 most of the time. Most of the time, but it does drop to 900. But it it never drops 
really below 60. It's beautiful. It's a good looking if, game. Anybody that plays the 1080 30, what's don't. wrong with you? This is this don't. is an action game, baby. Don't don't play in 30. You need all those frames, man, for your <sighs> eyeballs. That combat feels so good at 60. Oof. It's like it's like the difference between the DMC, you know, played at 30 frames versus 60. It's like a different game. The, the feel of the game and the combat and how responsive everything feels uh, is required oh, for, for those you, kind of did games. Did you ever play Sigma on the Vita? Ninja Guide Sigma? Oh, no, I did not. I don't want to. They downgraded that to 30 frames a second? Oh, my God. It, oh, was, no. it was awful. Oh, no. You don't play Ninja Gaiden at 30 frames a second. That's just... No. I no, don't. That is the yeah. only time that I care about FPS is in a game like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, you, they, it makes that a big was difference. a big thing on because uh, I played DMC, reviewed it on the PC, and it was at sixty frames. Yeah, yep, yep. They gave it for free on PlayStation Plus, I think. And I started playing it there, and I'm like, wow, this is it's different. different. It's a different game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that frame rate makes a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think people over obsess, uh, obsess about frame rates, but there are cases in certain types of games where that 30 frames can mean the world, and uh, Neo is one of them. For precision games, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. As we mentioned, Neo is out this week on PlayStation 4 only. It is a PlayStation 4. In fact, it's published by Sony. I did, actually did not know that. That surprised me. Yeah, I had to, like, when we were going through it, like, I have a regular contact at Koei Tecmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I reached out to him, and I said, hey, we're, we want to, you know, we want to review Neo. He's like, oh, yeah, we don't handle that since they announced it's first party. I'm like, whoa. So, yeah, yeah, that's new. So Sony dipping in that Souls-ness. They like to keep them Souls games over there. Um, also out this week is Eight Days. I don't know what that is. Sounds like a survival procedurally generated game. Oh, so another pile of shit. <laughs> well, as, as it sounds week. like, I'm not, I'm not actually sure, but that's... Oh, hold on, I'll, like. I'll click it. Eight Days is an action game developed and published by Badland Games. Okay. That's that's the description of it. <laughs> it's, it has a... Wasn't, wasn't Eight Days the name of that demo that they showed for the PS3 whenever it first... Yeah, the gas station demo? Gas station demo. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was like eight days or eight days to to die or I don't remember. Uh, the only reviews I can find for it are on PC, and they're from like September or in July. So the game has That's been out on weird. PC for a while. It's just coming to console. Oh, okay. Uh, picks the cat, not blinks. That sounds familiar. Not blinks. Picks. Is that the picks same pick? On Is that the same picks a cat that's been out for a while on Vita? Uh, yeah. it's by Pasta Games. Yeah, it looks no, like they it gave was it away as a PlayStation Plus game a couple years ago. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember this. Okay. Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer is making its uh, transition to the Xbox One this week, so that's cool. I heard that you're... game's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I I have it on PC, but boy, I haven't gotten around playing it. But I heard only good things about it. Yep. So it's finally hitting Xbox One. Uh, Uncanny Valley. Is also hitting Xbox One this week. I don't, I don't really know what that is either. That sounds like a mobile game. Thing. It says action adventure. The picture of the box looks like a pixelated policeman. I don't policeman. Policeman. Um, that's it for consoles. Uh, nothing for the 3DS. 
Uh, I'm not even going to look at the Wii U. I mean, I mean come on. Uh, the PC's got a bunch of shit, as is every week. Oh, there is a couple... Uh, phoning Home, obviously, is hitting PC this week. Drew, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Knights of Azure is making its PC debut this week. That's the PS4 game? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I reviewed that game. Yeah. It's... It's a, it's an okay game. It's not it's not great, but it's not bad either. <laughs> I have a, I have a mindless. code for the PC version that I didn't ask anybody if they wanted to review because I didn't figure anybody wanted to review it. We didn't ask for that, right? No, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, the, the the Tecmo Koei guys, the, you know that particular. The, it's all done by the same people, PR mm-hmm. people, and they always send us code for like everything. Mm-hmm. Super nice guys. Okay. Uh, speaking of, they also sent a code for a. a Atler Sophie, the Alchemist of the Mysterious Book. Also, another PS4 game. That oh, is on PC now. Yeah, coming to PC this week. Well, I'm glad to see Atler games on PC. That's all I'll say. I love that series. So, those are the games worth mentioning on the PC, unless you want to talk about Once on a Windswept Night. Uh, I just want to get an update on Bloody Boobs. How's that going? Is it? Did it, is it, it out? The game of the year. Did it come uh, out? Can we live stream it as a group together? Maybe there was I don't never, know. There was never a release date on that thing, right? Oh, here it is. Uh, okay, Let's sure. Pull it up on Steam. Remember to type "bloody boobs" the game. No, no, no. I, I I just go to Steam and search for it. Okay. It just sure. says available February seventeenth. Okay, uh, so the last update was on January twenty seventh. It says the release will take place soon. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to have time to play Neo with Bloody Boobs coming out, man. I don't. Man. I don't know if I can make the time. I got priorities, you know. This game looks amazing. <laughs> amazing. I don't even Bloody know. Bloody Boobs. I told you. I don't even know what kind of game it is. Is it like a third-person like, action game? It's like you're running from a monster, and you don't have and any I clothes on. And you don't have any clothes on, and I think. Somebody plays as the monster as well? Here it is, about this game. Imagine that you are a young, beautiful girl with a tasty body. And it can mean only one thing. You're perfect for human sacrifice for an ancient god. Wow. Try I'm to get, sold. I don't know about you guys. Try I mean, to I'm get sold. out of the labyrinth with the help of your teammates... Avoid traps that awaits you on your path. This is really bad English, by the way. Uh, banish a devilish creature back to where it came from. Uh, one of the features is also girls in tight swimming suits, blood screams, and a lot more. Ugh. Realistic physics of women's breasts and butt. <laughs> oh did, uh, te- did, did Tecmo Koi make this game? What happened? Is no, it, uh, it's made by... Is it a some... dead or alive game? The, the developer is Edward Bulishov. Okay. Let's see if he's made anything else. Can we click on his names? Nope, that's the only game he's made. Bloody boobs. I just clicked on the community no hub, and one of the first questions is, and chance we can get Futanari chicks into the game? What is what is a Futanari chick? Chicks with dicks, Ken. Chicks with dicks. How, that's how, what Futanari is. How do you know that? Because it's anime. So there's like this is like a standardized anime, you know? No, no, no. That's like a terminology they use, kind of like how hentai is for porno. I, I didn't know anything about that. Well, now you do. I wish I did. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just spitting out the knowledge that you need to know to survive in this current. I don't world. think anybody needs I to didn't, know that. No, you, you do need to know. I didn't need you do to need know. to know. All right, I mean, feel free to Google it if you don't believe Let's now. talk about like, news. Nope. <laughs> news, 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 news. Uh Star Wars Battlefront two, uh uh ba 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 earnings call this week. Uh saying it'll have a full on single player. We keep hearing that. Let's just see the game. Okay? Let's just see the game. Uh Oculus lost its lawsuit against Zenimax and had to pay $500 million. Did they even have $500 million? It's Facebook, so yeah, they got a, they oh, got a, they got a couple dollars. I forgot they got bought up by Facebook. They have infinity dollars. Yeah, they, they're good. Uh, Final Fantasy XV, <laughs> the, the fix to Chapter 13 will be arriving in March. <laughs> <laughs> too little, too late, fellas. <laughs> Also, did you see the DLC for the Magitech exosuit? It's Power Rangers. They look like Power Rangers. Yep, it's Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I'm saving the really awesome news for last, so don't worry, I'm not forgetting it. Uh, they announced Black Canary for Injustice 2 this week. And it looks like uh, they're going to be doing a new character every week because it is uh, IGN's f- uh, first game of the month. So it looks like they'll be de- debuting a new character every Tuesday. Sweet. Uh, what else is going on? Ark Survival Evolved will not come to Switch, so saith the developer. <laughs> is that game actually out of early access yet? No. It's been like two years. Nope. No. Still, still early access. Still, still got to buy that DLC, huh? That's right. Okay. Uh, Stardew Valley is getting a physical collector's edition for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, it will be extremely limited. I kind of want that. Yeah, comes with the soundtrack. Uh, Drew, you still playing Heroes of the Storm? Every once in a while. Healing Boost is coming to Heroes of the Storm. Oh, Lucio! Lucio is coming to Heroes. Oh, of the dude, Storm. I, I'm, I'm buying Lucio. I have I have coins set up. <laughs> Y'all remember yeah, that, that turret? That sounds great. Y'all remember yeah, that me turret? Neither. Me neither. Anyway. Look uh, at this team. Going to do great. That, that's that's one of my favorite things that happened. It was like when the turret got blown. He's like, y'all remember that turret? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Lucy has some great lines. He does. He's a great character. Uh, Near Automata has gone gold. So the game's finished. <laughs> yeah, baby. Also, Ukulele has gone gold. Oh, yeah. When is that game coming out? April. <laughs> wow. Well, gold already, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll start sending it out to backers. I t- I tweeted the developers said, can I, can I can I just have it now, please? Can I have it now? Because <laughs> when the game's gotten gold, that means the digital copy. It's done. Too, right? It's done. So, send yeah. it. They can just send it to you if you want. Send you it want now. To. Do it now. <laughs> uh, the developers, Hangar Thirteen, I think is what they're of uh, Mafia Three. I've uh, announced that they're. You remember that season pass they sold for Mafia Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's finally coming. Uh oh, looks wow. like in I think June is the first pack. And there'll be three packs total. Jesus so, Christ, guys. Yeah. I still love that game. I don't care what anybody says, but Yeah, it's a long time for that. <laughs> Did you buy the season pass with that can? Uh the review copy came with it, so I have it. Okay, sure. Cool. I didn't I didn't buy it. Just like I didn't buy the, the Resident Evil seven season pass, which I found out it was bullshit because they made it console exclusive for PS4. Oh, yeah, I actually played the the first DLC content. I forgot to talk about it. Did you mm. buy it? No, I played it, my friends. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm I'm very upset about that because the first DLC pack comes out a week after the game comes out, and not only that, but it only comes out on PS4. It's a crock of shit. Yeah, that's that's a, that's <laughs> typical Capcom on this kind of DLC move as usual. Uh, the Last Guardian has gotten a permanent price cut. That game didn't sell very well. No one expected it to. No, but it should have probably shipped at forty dollars. Ah, no! Come on, man. It's it no. should have. It's already forty dollars. It ain't even been out a month. That's Barely good. Month. I mean, you know, the quality of the game doesn't speak for the price, right? Titanfall two also got cut to forty dollars within like the first two three weeks. That's that EA's fault for launching it sandwiched between the two biggest shooters of the year. Yeah, you're right, but that's that's my point. Like, it it has nothing to do with the quality of the game. It's just I think it does. Publisher thing. Totally has yeah. to do with the quality of that game. <laughs> Uh, do you want to know what you're getting free on PlayStation Plus in the month of February? I would love to know, Ken. Okay. For PS4, you will get Little Big Planet 3. Ninja, Ninja Sinky DX. What? I, I'm just reading Who? what it says. Ninja Sinky DX. Uh, Not a Hero. Uh, Star Wall. Torkel. Torkel? Torque Torque L, L. Uh, and then uh, Anna Extended Edition for the PS3, and all of those other games are cross-buy bullshit. You know know how that works. Mm -hmm. You get everything on the PS4, and then everything else is cross-buy. Pretty lackluster month this year. What? That was two people. Download Anna and then delete it. No. Because that game crap. Is it as bad as uh, Amy? Do you remember Amy? Uh, You know, I was I would prefer to play Amy than Anna. Really? Whoa, 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 whoa. Amy ran at, at like four frames per second. Amy's one of the at worst games train wreck ever made. At least that would be entertaining. Anna is garbage. Do not play it. I did it for Phoenix Down. It was our first Halloween episode. It was bad. Oh, that's the Anna game coming out? That uh, the first person thing? Well, it's not coming out. You're getting it free in PlayStation Plus. Well, well, I get it, but yeah. that's the game. Huh. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a point and click adventure game. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you guys chose that game among the various other ones that were suggested to you. We were we were just starting out. We didn't know what to choose, so we were like, and Matt said, "Why don't we try this Anna game?" And I'm like, "All right, y'all guys I... fucked up." <laughs> you play this game. I. Uh, they're making an Apocalypse Now game. That seems weird. Why? They, why now? It's a Kickstarter project. Okay, sure. I imagine it's going to be as good as the Rambo game. Hey, what? The Rambo game was pretty damn awesome. Um, I don't know. The the word awesome <laughs> that you used there. It has a lot playable. Of, it has a I lot of kind meanings. Of with. <laughs> Do you know how they got the sound files for the voice acting for that game? They just. Just took it out of the movie and just sampled it. They they, they stole them from from listening to um, Sylvester in the bathroom now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, that's how the the bit rate sounded like. Yeah, but I I I appreciated how dumb it was, but it was not a good game. No, um, it was bad. Is anybody looking forward to playing the Final Fantasy remake? Which one? Final Fantasy Seven. Okay, yeah, of course. You're yeah. going to be probably five to ten years older before you play that game. I disagree. I will bet you, Ken, 
that we will see Final Fantasy VII, at least like the first chapter of it, by the end of 2018. They haven't even started production on it. Take the bet. Take the bet. What do you bet? 20, 20, 2018. Uh, any game, any $60 or under game you want on Steam. I don't play games on Steam, so no, I'm not betting you. That's an easy bet to make, too. Uh... We'll hash out the details later, but I'm pretty sure that we're going to get at least the first episode of Final Fantasy VII Remake before the end of 2018. Cons- I, I'm I very... I'm, what's that? I agree. Even I even though... It. Okay, so this is the story that happened this week. They interviewed the people making this game, right? Mm-hmm. They said in the interview, production has not started on the game, and we think it will be debuted next gen. That's what they said. That's contrary to what I heard before. This was an interview with the... Okay. Never mind. Hey, hey, don't worry about it. Y'all probably think... 2018. Y'all probably think... Two years from now. Dude, 2018 is next year. That's not two years from now. Well, we we have all of 2017 to get through first. We're already through one month. Just FYI. Yeah, it's 11 months to go. Y'all motherfuckers probably think you'd be playing Shinmu 3 then too. Feel good. Fucking crazy! You just you're just not believing, man. Don't worry about it, dude. If I if I get to play Final Fantasy VII remake next year, I'll be happy as a pig in shit because I love that game. But it ain't happening. We'll ain't see. happening. We'll they, see. they did show gameplay off of that game. They right? showed a CG trailer of what the game might look like. That was not the game. It looked like they were walking around playing it. Yeah, and if you remember, the PS2's debut was uh, Squall and Leona dancing. Do you ever play that game on the PS2? Nope, because it was just a it was just a made up. How about that Killzone 2 trailer from E3? They were moving forward, shooting in first person. That wasn't the game. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Very, very, very cynical of you, Ken. I'm sorry, Sony's bullshitted way too many times about this stuff, <laughs> and you know. No, it's no, true. no. You're you're right to be cynical. Uh, from a realistic standpoint, it is very possible that we might not see the game for like three, four years, but I have a strong feeling that it's going to be two years. There's something about that game. And the fact that it's an episodic game that it's going to be broken up into parts also kind of belies this point as well. So it's not going to take as long to develop. Hey, Hideo Kojima swears up and down Death Stranding is a PS4 game. Eh, it might be. It's like Ground Zeroes was. Anyway, let's talk about the biggest news of the week. Sony finally doing good stuff on their PlayStation 4 update. Do you uh, ready for continue. it? Sorry. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? E. You get external hard drive support. Yeah. It's about time. That's one of the biggest reasons why I upgraded the PS4 Pro, so... Kind of too late, but sure, it's nice to have now. Also, in the new update, there's a new mode called Boost. You can turn it on in the system settings. And what it does, it makes PS4 games run faster on the Pro. Mm. And so they should far, call this mode the Omega Boost. <laughs> Omega Boost. <laughs> so yeah, this is... This is something that was actually 
hamstrung by the architecture of the PS4 Pro, that when a PS4 regular game was running, it would shut off the extra power of the PS4 Pro. Yeah. And now hitting the switch will unlock it, and there's a lot of videos out there which shouldn't be out there because these people were under NDA, but you know how that works on the internet. It's it's a beta for, you know. Yeah. Um, stuff like The Evil Within now runs at a locked 30 frames a second. Uh, Bloodborne runs faster. You know, it's, so the Witcher three as well. Yep. Uh, just cause, just cause three uh, now doesn't about? run like a slideshow on the yeah. PS four. It, it actually looks and feels like you just got an upgraded PC and things are everything is just running better now. Yep, which is awesome. So that is a very cool thing. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, think about how many patches we got for PS four Pro and how many we didn't get. It's just far outweighs the other. So the fact that we just have a little button that we can press and say, like, oh, boop, boost it up. I don't, make a boost that shit. I don't understand why they did this, because if you remember the news stories floating around about the Xbox One S when it came out, it was incrementally, like, very slightly more powerful. Mm-hmm. The games that, that took advantage of it did run better. Stuff like Just Cause 3, Witcher 3, Hitman, because Hitman had an unlocked frame rate. Those ran better on the S. They just did. Because yeah. Microsoft didn't, you know, shoehorn the power. Why did Sony shoehorn the... I get that it might break some games. I get that. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the whole entire reason. Sony has always been tight-lipped about that, about that stuff. If they find, like, one or two games that won't work properly, that's the reason why they held back so many PS1 games to be allowed to be played on PSP for the longest time. That will work perfectly fine, but you would have to transfer it over to a PS3, and then you would have to move it to a PSP in order to get it to play. And you couldn't just download it straight from the store because they found that certain games had very small imperfections to the way they play, and they wouldn't allow it. It's it's just like a dumb thing. It's just they would take a whole brush and just swept the one thing off, even though like 99% of it's perfectly fine. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a Sony, it's a Sony dumb thing that they do. But I really hope that this beta comes as is, because I'm excited, man. I want to try some of these old games that doesn't run so good on the standard PS4. Well, now you can. Yep. You can give Do it another an playthrough. You can give it an Omega boost. <laughs> Do another playthrough of Bloodborne. I'll play through Bloodborne again, for sure, with this boost, because yeah, that game does not perform well on the standard PS4 settings at all. No, it does not. But it does not fix the frame pacing, apparently. It just makes the frame rate better. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, we got a couple emails here Follow up from uh, Neo Shakespeare um, Says Hi guys, uh, the follow up on PSVR Just wanted to follow up with some clarifications On my Resident Evil 7 PSVR experience I did play around with the settings To make turning uh, more comfortable But nothing seemed to help I'm not claustrophobic or freaked out By hardly anything Because I'm just too much of a badass so my sweating fatigue, my sweating and fatigue isn't from that either. I think it's a combination of eye strain and vicarious fatigue. Um, even though I'm fully aware I'm playing with a VR hat on my face, my brain might be mistaking character actions as my own, meaning my mind thinks I'm physically engaged with whatever my character is doing on screen. Or maybe I'm just getting fatigued by my brain trying to counterbalance the vertigo. It's uh, it's both, honestly. Um, hold on. Just a couple of theories. I've heard many other people explaining phenomena such as phantom smells or the number of occasions, particularly with RE7, 
I've heard people making statements such as it smells like death in here, or I can actually smell the cigar smoke. This VR thing is a very odd thing, especially with the tricks it plays on the mind, and yes, it does have various effects on different people. All that being said, VR is very different is a very interesting piece of technology I think everyone should try. However, I can't evangelize it, especially at its current price point. Uh, hold on, I gotta pull the email back up. Uh, he said also John can suck it. I don't care if Blood and Wine is an expansion DLC. It's bigger, more well-polished, and jam-packed with content than most AAA titles. Invoke the Order... I will, I will agree with that. He says, Invoke the Order 1886 here. <laughs> Still my personal pick for 2016 Game of the Year. You miserable Brit, you guys are awesome. P.S. It's okay if you're a miserable Brit, John. I still love you. He's not here. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I have to go. So I'm going to go ahead and end. Excuse me. In the show, I will pick up the tweets and the emails next week. Um, if you do want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. Um, I would give this over to Drew, but unfortunately, Drew is. <laughs> on a phone. On a phone. Mm-hmm. So we'll pick these up next week, I promise. But you can tweet at us at N4G Podcast. You can follow us individually. Jay is at Butterside Jay. Drew is at DML Fury. And Ryan is at R. Wombold. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Also check out Phoenix Down. Mass Effect, how many more you got for Mass Effect 2? One more. We've got one last episode. All right. Then what's next? Well, technically... Mass Effect will not be this week. It will be next week. This week, we're actually talking about the Danganronpa 3 anime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm assuming Mass Effect 3 has got to be next, right? Because uh, Andromeda's out. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, and then if you want to shoot us an email, podcast.dtgd.com. So there you go. All right, y'all. Sorry. Sorry the show's short. Things happen. You're fine. Yep, yep. I go. But we'll be back next week. Talk about some guys. Get out. Yeah. Peace. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Play games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.